0: Season. is it your favorite yeah. season
1: it would make sense because uh your birthday and pure leo um <laughs> fire 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 <laughs> yeah exactly um i like summer but it's not my favorite season
0: oh really what's your favorite season
1: probably fall but i feel like that's like typical you know but the weather is just perfect yeah yeah the especially is in, LA. in la fall in la
0: Fall in LA is hard to beat, but like summer in LA is maybe like a little bit too hot for most people. Just a
1: tiny bit too hot. Yeah. For like an everyday, like enjoy being outside. It's just like, I don't like my skin to feel like it's melting all the time. No, thank you.
0: (laughs) I know. Like just over the last like five days, I've just noticed how hot it is. Like it's kind of hard to sleep at night. So I've been turning on the AC a whole bunch, but I think living in Venice, it's okay because we get that like ocean breeze so we can kind of survive summer which is maybe why I still like summer yeah Yeah, definitely coming from Canada like
1: summer was my favorite Mm -hmm. yeah nice Mm -hmm. well that's like a perfect intro for this episode summer solstice episode
0: summer solstice episode 30 can you believe it
1: hey that's that's awesome I'm really excited for us
0: It's um, pretty cool that we got to episode thirty,
1: for real. And to celebrate, like we, our brains need a little break from doing so much research. <laughs> um.
0: and, and I think everyone's <laughs> brains need a little break from doing so much research. Yes, for sure. So yeah, in this episode, we decided that we want to go back, do a little summer solstice and half-year check-in on the goal setting and New Year's resolutions that we talked about um, back in January. I'm not sure what episode that was. Was that episode episode nine? I have it here. Episode nine was the goal setting episode. So we are checking back in on that. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well, let's do our <laughs> our our uh hello s- segment i don't know what should we call that i feel like it needs a name like it, it we just call it like the opening but i feel like it needs the, a the hello name. segment it doesn't need um, to be the hello segment though
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should do a polls you can vote on what we should call the hello segment because that's oh just gosh. too
1: boring yeah. yeah okay cool next episode we'll have a decision
0: based on your we'll have a decision Yeah. Yeah,
1: i will um, base it on your ideas too. All right, so what's your stories and fun updates for the week?
0: Um, my stories and fun updates, well, not too much happened in the last week, but I guess I went on a hike in Malibu, which was really nice, really beautiful, um, which I think actually kind of helped get some of my inspiration back because I've been lacking – a lot of creative inspiration. I've been talking about that a lot on the podcast and like to you, Katie, and to others that I just have had like no creative drive. I've just been working way too much and I feel very sluggish. So I think that hike was just like finally a spark of creativity, a spark of inspiration. I think maybe because there was a lot of like really pretty wildflowers and like just like was the weather pretty perfect. grasses. The weather was absolutely perfect. That's all you need. Um,
1: when the weather is when the weather is like perfect, and the sun is shining, it's not too hot, not too cold.
0: It yeah, exactly. Changes your mood, yeah. And I think like in Malibu, you kind of get that ocean breeze no matter where mm-hmm. you are. So it was just so gorgeous, and I just I felt like a weight was lifted off me. I'm like, okay, that was what I needed. And nice. so I've been creating again and I'm a little bit more active on like my painting account. So, yeah, that was probably very simple, but very important little update. Nice.
1: I like that. That's yeah. Great.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: Um, OK, my my story, it's awesome pretty short, but I guess my story for the week is that I saw one of my favorite comedians, Hannah Gatsby. Her show came through town over the weekend. Um, So I went and saw her and it was, it was great. I had an awesome time. Um, I'm a fan of her work in general, but um, she's kind of known for doing more like serious comedy for lack of a better description um if you're familiar with your with her work you'll know what I mean um, but she's not like a traditional stand-up comedian or traditional comedian um her stuff can get kind of heavy which is what draws a crowd to her specifically um but this uh this tour was her like the concept was like she's giving back to us and she's giving us a feel-good show so that's that was like kind of the whole thing so she's like giving us a feel-good show and like no tension and and that whole thing, which was really funny for, for her, if you know her work. Um, but yeah, it was great. Uh, had a great time. Her jokes are just always the best. She just nails it every time. She just knows how to get a laugh and she's just very clever, which is what I love about a comedian. Um, so that was Yeah, really I was going to ask you, like, I feel like some, co- some
0: people like comedians cause it's like slapstick or some people like it because it's just really unexpected. Like the joke is funny cause it's unexpected. Um, so it's, what is it that you like feel characterizes her best? Like she has kind of a dark humor, but like,
1: no, I think that she's just honest. She's just, she's observational, I guess. And she's just witty just like as a person. I don't think that you can learn wittiness. I think that like, that's something that just kind of like comes, like people just are, um, like you can learn how to be wittier but you can't be like a witty person if that makes sense um yeah (laughs) uh, so that's just kind of like who she is so I I just think she's very authentic and she just speaks her truth and and that translates to comedy when you put it in a very specific structure um Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day like comedy isn't just throwing throwing shit at the wall it's you know it is methodical it's thought out it's Uh, super there's a plan behind it there's a purpose yeah Um, there's usually a lot of patterns that you follow. So
0: yeah, that's super cool. So she had her own own. like, like tour, like it wasn't at like a comedy, the comedy store or something.
1: Oh no, no, no. It's just her. Yeah. She does her own tour. Cool. She's definitely big enough to do that.
0: (laughs) She has an Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, that's exciting. Um, Um, yeah. So what's your sunshine medicine for this week?
1: Um, my sunshine medicine this week has just been TikTok. Um, basically because I haven't been able to do anything. Uh, so just trying to entertain myself and not stress out and put myself in panic attacks for my health. So just TikTok, just like like like-minded people, comedy, uh, new ideas, new perspectives, just kind of like allowing it not to just be a tool to waste my time, but like at least something to like be entertained and educated.
0: Yeah. What about you? Totally. I think my sunshine medicine this week has been, uh, well, since I've been back a little bit more on my Instagram, at least for the paper poppy, um, I'm calling my sunshine medicine, my mock-ups because I get so excited when I'm able to make a mock-up that I like. And what I mean by that is like a preset, like photo that I can put my art into. So, I don't have to like slave and stress over getting the perfect lighting on the perfect day on the right wall with all of the most expensive like designer accessories. I can just get my mock up. And I mean, I at first avoided mock ups because I was like, oh, it's like a cheap, cheesy way out. But you know what? It takes a lot to like curate a mock up into your feed and to actually work with the mock up and like what's being designed. So, I've been really excited with how they've been turning out. And I've been using them more and I don't know, it just, it makes me feel good when I'm like, I can elevate my work. Like, yeah, you know, you can kind of showcase what comes in your own mind, um, like putting all the effort into the art and not like literally transforming your house into like an art like, what am I trying to say? Like, you don't have to transform it into something. It's not like, I don't have to suddenly have like West Elm furniture to be able to showcase the art I'm doing because I have my mock-ups right. and it's just, it's nice to have it look like the vision that's in my head. It's nice. really satisfying. And I think people like it too. So
1: nice. that's has yeah. making me always happy great this to week. save time yeah. and represent your work better. <laughs> like that's always a win.
0: Yeah, totally. So it's all about the aesthetics really.
1: Yeah. Well, what are you looking
0: forward to then? Well, as everyone knows, I've been working way too much and way too hard, um, primarily because there's been so many people off of work, Uh, my supervisor and like the department head. I'm literally covering for those people. I know that's two people. I just told Katie before we started recording, that's more like five people because they're very important people. And, um, it's just, it's not like I can't handle it. I don't know if other people can relate to this, but like when you're new and people are like, Oh, don't panic. Like, like, I'm sure you can handle it. And then you're kind of like tested to see if you could handle it while they were gone. It's like, it's not that I can't handle it. It's just too much work. Like one person can't do all that work. Yeah. That like yeah exactly often there's for a reason why long, you know
1: people to do that job <laughs> i know Not just
0: one i'm like it's hard enough to cover for one person let alone now i'm covering for two people sure and i would be on call at the hospital for the whole month so i'm just like no more so do next you week i think both like of them are back. no oh my no, god totally yeah. just salaried you're yeah. just like whatever
1: so, whatever they give you yeah
0: Saying. I'm burning both yeah I'm burning the candle at both ends so oh I'm gosh. really looking forward to them coming back and taking a bit of a break uh from how much work I've been putting in yeah yeah for real. and we might actually be going um away for Mike's birthday which is the first week of July so that will be like a celebration for making it through June. yay <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
1: oh so, that'll be
0: good send me good thoughts because I'm like getting to the end yeah
1: oh yeah oh my gosh Yeah. definitely sending you good thoughts you need a break again (laughs) (laughs) work takes too much sometimes
0: sometimes work takes a lot yeah like I read that meme the other day it was like Katie this describes me exactly like high functioning anxiety but like I think what really um not I mean, but like carousel on Instagram, and yeah. I think what really got me was like, do you work so hard and put all of your effort into your five days of work, and then by the end of the week you're just totally zonked and take like at least half of the weekend to recover? I was like, yes, I'm sure that other people do too, but it's just it's like a strong reminder that I'm like, I'm working a lot. I'm putting way too much of myself into my work every day. Right now, I need to have more life balance.
1: Yeah, more boundaries, maybe. Maybe. Oh. Yeah.
0: A little hard to do when you're covering, but yeah. yeah well, totally. yeah. You're kind of
1: in a tricky situation. Yeah. kind of have the will of your work?
0: Pretty, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what are you looking forward to? Um, mine are boring. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going to the doctors this week. Um, for my health (laughs) and figuring out what the hell is happening to my body. Totally. Um, Because like being in pain without like knowing the reason why is like alarming. But also just like it's exhausting because you're thinking about the pain, you're feeling the pain, and then your like brain is preoccupied and then you're like physically exhausted on top of that. So my brain has just not been functioning very well lately. So I'm just looking forward to figuring it out, figuring out what's going on. Um but I'm yeah. also looking forward to spending time reading uh with all this time that I'm just chilling and doing nothing so trying to take more time away from the phone and maybe more time to read um because I have a lot of books that I would like to get through that I haven't even started.
0: Yeah. That would be amazing. I always want to read more. So I know right. <laughs> That's inspiring. What's the first book you're thinking about?
1: Um, I have this book that I've been, um, just like been on my Kindle for a couple of weeks now. I like bought it as soon as I bought my Kindle. Um, the book is called Unmasking Autism by Dr. Devin Price. Uh, and I've been following them on Instagram and Twitter for a while now before I found out that they're an author uh, and a doctor. I was really late to the game on all of that information. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I am excited to read that one. Cause I've read a ton of really awesome reviews, uh, from like both like people who've left reviews, uh, people who've written reviews, uh, like online on, you know, book, re- I don't know, book review websites, I guess. Uh, and then just yeah. across Twitter. So.
0: that's exciting. Yeah. I want to hear more about that. I think Um, it's cool to like follow along as you go through, like learning more and more and more about autism. You're literally going to be a top specialist by the, by the end of all your reading. So So if you're not already.
1: Oh gosh, no way far from it. It's it, there's so much to learn and also unlearn because there's so much like misinformation out there. So doing my best.
0: Yeah, totally. I I know it's so hard to get it, get it sorted, and there's so much that we don't know. See yeah. episode tw- twenty nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh god. What's so what's your... hot? Oh, it's just gonna do. This. Yeah, mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's on your what's hot list?
0: Okay. Um, so. Oh my god. Oh yeah, okay. So there's this this new wine that I think just dropped at Trader Joe's or maybe it's old, but it's new to me because Trader Joe's is still new to me. French fizz. So good. Have you had it?
1: Oh, I think I I think I know what you're talking about. It, is it like an alcoholic beverage or it's by their water?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's alcoholic and it oh. is um, it's like a white wine. And it's sparkly, and it's so refreshing. Highly recommend. It's that, plus another wine from New Zealand, which I will get for next, <laughs> what's hot next week, Um, is, like, going to be my go-to summer drink. So French fizz. Nice. So good. It's at the end cap. Then try, like, something new at Trader Joe's right Ooh, now.
1: Ooh, I'm going to have to hit that up. Yeah. That sounds
0: nice. Yeah, definitely. And then a less exciting but definitely important. Um, other what's hot is chia seeds. So I don't, I don't know, know if everybody likes chia seeds, but I realized based on conversations with Mike that I actually get a lot of fiber uh, from chia seeds. And I think they also have some good protein in them too. So they're a very healthy thing to add into your diet. And I just thought I would share that you can just literally add like a tablespoon to anything you're eating. Um a good one is overnight oats and I make overnight oats in 5 minutes because I'm too lazy to make them overnight, but it's so easy. It's just like a scoop of, o- of oats, a, s- a little bit of chia seeds, I do raisins and walnuts. You could do like dried fruit of any kind, you could do nuts of any kind. And then I just pour on like a tiny dash of maple syrup. You could do agave syrup, you could do honey, and then um, like a milk alternative. I'm doing almond milk. It's totally sweet enough because you've added the little dash of sweetener. Mix it all around, add cinnamon or allspice or both. If you like a little bit of spice, if you're kind of into chai, you'd probably want to add both. And yeah, it's ready. Like, I pop it in the microwave for a minute and a half. You could do it on the stovetop. You could do it overnight and let it sit, and it doesn't require any cooking. You get your chia seeds, you get your protein, you get your healthy fibers, you get your omega 3s in the oats, and I think the chia seeds too. So it's like super food together. Dang, you got a whole
1: recipe. It Gotta
0: is be. so, You're have so to good after this
1: one. <laughs> nice. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I think we're literally going to have to do. Branded Coconut Grove notebooks because we give so many recipes, so many tips, (laughs) and so many like very lengthy (laughs) educational (laughs) comments. So I think like add that to your Coconut Grove branded notebook when they come out when you're listening to this episode. It's like my go to. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I like chia seeds in uh, coconut yogurt to make like a, a chia pudding. Because I think, like, Yum. when you make a chia pudding, usually they're, like, oh, use, like, a almond milk or some type of, like, milk base. But I think that makes the chia yeah. pudding too, like, runny. But uh, coconut yogurt is a little bit – I mean, it's thicker, but it's, it's less thick than a regular yogurt. It's still pretty watery, so I feel like it's the perfect consistency to make, like, an actual pudding. And then the coconut yogurt, you can get it sweetened or unsweetened. Uh, either way, it still has, like, a lot of flavor in it, so – that's my go to with a little bit of fruit. So I'm proud as so well. good as well. That the sounds so good. It sounds so good.
0: Yeah, I should give credit. I think it's a, the recipe I just said was a variation of Oshi oh, Glows, which is like a really cool and really oh, yeah. popular um, vegan cookbook. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. I followed
1: her blog back in like 2011 or something like that. Like way back when, she's back when she was blogging. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's
0: like really ancient but like in a good way I love her so yeah yeah alright well should we take wait a two second I didn't do mine oh god I'm like yeah chia seeds (laughs) that's your what's
1: hot right no No. (laughs) (laughs) um they're definitely hot though I agree with you um okay my what's hot Um, they're weird. So follow me. (laughs) My first what's hot (laughs) is the Dolly mini, which is the AI generated images slash memes. They're definitely memes. Now, the whole thing is a meme. Um, it's hilarious. I love looking at what other people have made, but also like I jumped in there and made a couple myself and they're so (laughs) funny. They just like, they're perfect entertainment. It's very weird if you think too deep into it. Um, so if you're not looking for like an existential crisis, like a Terminator, like terrifying crisis in your mind, um, maybe don't think too hard about it, but, <laughs> um, my God, but yeah, so that's on my what's hot list. Uh, that's the first one. Um, so
0: before you go on to your second one, can you make a coconut grove what's hot or a coconut grove dolly too <laughs> meme? Uh, I can try and pull it up right now.
1: I would be. It'll, it'll to work see in, in the background. Makes. So it gives us an image. Okay, I'm mean, gonna let that run in the background, and we'll visit it in in a second. Maybe after my <laughs> anyway, the rest of my what's hot. Sounds good. Okay, um, my other what's hot is diversifying your social media feed so you can follow more people who do not look or act like you. Um, trying to do that. Just be more conscious of it. Just like constantly checking in on myself. Who am I following? What do they look like? Are their opinions different than mine? I'm just trying to diversify that. So I think that's hot. I think everybody should do that. And then my other one is film. Uh, I just got some photos developed for the first time in like a year. So it was very satisfying and I'm excited to just take more photos because it's hot. (laughs) That's my what's hot. (laughs) That's pretty sweet. Did yeah.
0: the meme finish?
1: Oh, oh, this is great! Also will screenshot. Yeah, if you guys want to see what what the Dolly <laughs> Mini came up with for two white girls podcasting in Los Angeles, um, it, it's pretty. I feel like it's pretty accurate. At least that's what it looked like for our very first episode. <laughs> um, so we're gonna post that on story. What stories. is happening to
0: their faces?
1: Well, it's AI. What is going? it's ai so it can't it can't like create the faces like any any person that you do oh uh, their face will look like that
0: that's so creepy <laughs> like the last because it's not a
1: real image it's just like it's like creating it based off of like millions of images that it, it's learned from
0: it's not far off
1: like i know they're accurate which is what why those are so funny I did one, I did one that was like Joe Biden winning an Oscar. It was it was so accurate, made me laugh so hard. Cuz it was like him like holding up the Oscar like here I am with my Oscar. It's, it's Joe Biden, like it's like what you were always hoping to see. It was really funny. Like, yeah, just like super random. Me.
0: Okay, this is good and this is definitely gonna go up on the Instagram feed and post and or we're going to make a TikTok about this because this is ridiculous and I love it. Yes. I want to do another one, literally, but I don't know what else to do. I'll just be making those all night, you know.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Because they're hot. Just don't think too hard about it. Of course. About the AI aspect of it. Just don't think too hard. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, let's... That's a good piece of advice. Um, okay, so let's get into the into uh, the meat of the episode. We're gonna do a goals check in and talk a little bit about summer and summer solstice. Maybe some predictions, and then talking about what kind of summer we're gonna have. Let's do that.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want me to go first because it seemed like I had one goal and you had like several
1: um I do I did have several I think that was like what we joked about when we were on that episode
0: (laughs) yeah exactly um okay so kind of a flashback to episode nine on habits and goal setting and the new year's resolutions that we talked about. So in January, we talked a little bit about those, uh, those things. We also talked about like goal types and habit types. So I think what really aligned for me was the idea of, um, kind of going after goals that are, um, what did we call them? like identity based habits. So oh, I was right. looking yeah. to be basically like um a more calm person, a more relaxed person, a person that has less anxiety. Like my goal was all sur- surrounded and centered on that identity. So the goal itself I have written down here was to find peace and reduce anxiety. I don't know if that's exactly how it came out on the show, but I think that was the intention. And it was more or less like um, an identity based habit. I know that we also talked a little bit more about um, approach oriented goals or avoidance oriented goals. And I think it's kind of a bit of both. Like I wanted to have more calm and I also wanted to literally avoid anxiety and anything that caused excessive anxiety. So that was kind of how I thought of it when I was planning it back in January. And that's kind of what I laid out for myself. So it sounds like one goal and it is one goal, but it was kind of a collection of different ideas, um, all to be this kind of habit or identity that I was trying to achieve. So how did that go? What did I do?
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: tell me yeah Just 30
1: details okay
0: all right so okay. let's let's get some real honesty here so I think um I think originally it was going okay I think I was working on saying no to more things and um maybe for like the first month I was like yeah boundaries saying no doing more meditations going to the gym eating well that's blah, just blah, blah, classic blah. of
1: january though
0: i know yeah. like it's so january Even and february, then I, think by a little
1: bit.
0: <laughs> I probably by february i probably already faltered off like work got busy like so much more driving and like a lot of commuting like it was really hard and then i think somewhere around maybe march i was like oh like end of march maybe more like april I was like, "Oh, I'm really not doing that well. Like I'm so stressed all of this and all of that." And I think since April I've been trying to regain that calmness. And I focused I focused kind of on two aspects. Um so the first one was setting more boundaries, which I said that I was working on in January, but I think realistically I didn't understand what that meant and I couldn't really conceptualize what that was what do you mean so like i i think i was like oh i gotta say no more but i really needed to like reevaluate what i was doing like where was i saying yes too much like where was my energy going so i'm not i'm probably more of an extrovert but i think even extroverts can agree that if you say yes a lot you start to resent and you start to like oh for sure we're only
1: human we only have so much time
0: totally. But like you literally lose the energy from things that you used to gain it from. Right. So I think I kind of like squirreled myself away a little bit for a month there and tried to just like not see as many friends and have as many like events to go to. Um, and I think it helped a little bit, but it's really hard. Like I still have a hard time with that. I've really wanted to either like get a counselor again or like maybe interview a guest on specifically like how to say no I find it so hard like that's
1: probably one of my biggest problems do you think that it but like where does it root from do you think like you're afraid of how they're going to react like do you feel like it's like a defense to prepare yourself like if you say yes you won't have to kind of like maybe face like a bad scenario
0: Maybe. I think it's honestly like a negative kind of people-pleasing habit, which is a little bit of that. I don't want to have a conflict. I don't want to disappoint people. And I also have terrible FOMO. (laughs) Like someone's like, oh, this event's going on. And I'm like, that sounds great. Like I'll do it. And it just feels like in L.A., and probably a lot of places, they're just like endless opportunities. Like everyone's going to an event. Everyone's doing something cool, like all the time. So it can be really
1: hard to save your energy for yourself. And But you can flip that because if there's always something going on, then there's always an opportunity to do something. True. You know? So true. You don't have to catch every so. opportunity because you're going to exhaust the opportunities. You're going to have seen and done everything all at once. Like, they're always going on. You're always going to have those opportunities in LA.
0: Yeah. Right. And maybe not where I've been before. So maybe it's like a reshift on the mindset to be like, there's ample opportunity here. You really have to pick and choose.
1: Oh, exactly.
0: Sort of like, sort of like maybe dating. I'm I'm guessing like (laughs) for our episode, dating in LA. So... I think that's been interesting. I've been mean, really thinking more about boundaries, specifically saying no to things that take my energy, specifically social situations, um, which makes me sound so popular. It I'm not. It's just like I said. There's always some kind of thing happening, and I just have to kind of pick. Another thing that's been helpful is um, so I was talking about diet and exercise a lot, but. I found it really hard to really, really cultivate the diet without literally restricting and using my fitness pal to count calories. I feel like I'm just pretty much shit at that. I know the answers. I know what's in my food. Yeah, exactly. I know what a good choice would be.
1: Yeah, I you're smart. Always want
0: to eat egg whites. <laughs> yeah. So, like the you know, more that you listen like,
1: to your body, it will tell you what it what you need, though. Uh, exactly. From, for a lot of people, not for everybody, but like you can, you'll feel thirsty. You'll feel a desire for specific nutrients. Like, it's just kind of like getting attuned to what those signals are instead of like forcing yourself to eat something. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard.
0: And I feel like when I'm stressed, I always just like go to food and like learning that food has been a comfort during stress has been helpful. But I kind of decided that I would take a little break. Like I've taken, what, eight months off of dieting. I'll probably continue that. Um, and I'm focusing more on two things I do feel I have control over, which make me feel really good. So one is I am going back to the gym and they're not like big gym sessions, but I'm going as consistently as possible, like four or five days a week if I can. They're very short. Like I heard. Yeah. I it's don't like know the consistency the that matters, right? Exactly. That's what they all say. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it was a podcast or a TikTok, but it was basically like, if you can go to the gym for like three days a week and do three reps of three exercises, that's great. Four days a week, four reps of four exercises, that's great. And so on. Like, if you can do some kind of consistency, that's going to be more successful than like huge bursts and then drop right off. Totally. Like, M- Mike was like, a week link in the chain. Sorry, a week link in the chain is still a link in the chain. So, Yeah. I've been a little, well, a lot more consistent with the gym. Um, but nothing crazy, like just moving my body, you know, and that's that's feeling good.
1: It doesn't have Um, to be crazy. I mean, most things
0: shouldn't be. Yeah. Most things shouldn't be crazy, but like, it's been difficult to like reset up here and like get back to the weightlifting that I used to do. And, um, you know, I enjoy hit classes and stuff. And I still haven't found my stride. But as you said, there's still time for sure. So I'm just appreciating what I am doing right now. Um, and, and I think along with that in like looking after my body more, and it seems so simple, but just getting more sleep. Just like going to bed at a normal hour or an early hour and like listening to my body. Again, listening I'm to my body.
1: Yeah, sleep's been rough <sighs> lately.
0: So you're not yeah. alone. So, okay, good. Yeah, easier said than done to be like, I'm actually going to go to sleep at a good time. So it's so funny. Like, they, it's just like, I want to be calm. And literally, you can just give the same advice to yourself that you would give to a plant. Like, get sunlight, water, and food, and you'll be fine. Like, literally, yeah. So yeah, for real. don't overwater it. Yeah. Don't, don't stress the plant. Um, just like let the plant be and you'll, the plant will be okay and the plant will thrive. So feeling like my goal was very much like a plant <laughs> and uh, we're looking at the plant and the plant is mostly green. It's not very tall, but oh, it's good. pretty hardy. <laughs> That's so, good. So d- yeah, I don't know. Did I achieve my goal? I'm not sure, but it didn't get worse. And that's I have something. some action items for the second half of the year. So. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's great progress for the middle of the year. Yeah, like because you know, I if don't... if the goal is if the goal is to have this by the end of the year, right? You didn't set the goal to be done by July. You set it as a as True. a goal for the year. So, yeah, you're doing good. True, you're on the right track. Yeah. So that's where I'm at.
0: Am I like that calm Zen person? Nope.
1: <laughs> but, but, like, but you, looked at, you looked at your trending. goal. Yeah. And you looked at your goal again. Yeah. And you're reminded again what you're supposed to be working on, or like what, what, yeah. not what you're supposed to be working on, but what you would like to be working on.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's my, my actual internal, like, desire to go that way. And it's just a reframe, reset. And it's kind of cool, actually. I've never looked at my New Year's resolutions in July. Like, I'm not sure if anyone does that. Uh, maybe Probably some really clever people. Yeah, But <laughs> I'm like, oh, crazy. Cool. This feels good. So yeah, I'm glad we looked at it. So that's pretty much me. It was pretty all-encompassing umbrella, but nice. also only really one goal. So I don't but know. But it covers what a lot for your, your... I know. Yeah. Yeah. So what were, what were your goals? I know you had a few in different
1: sort of categories. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I broke it down on the actual episode, but based off of the notes, I'm just going to go off these bullet points. So I did have a lot of goals. Um, and I, um, have not met many of them. <laughs> um, so the first one was the very ambitious saving $10,000. Um, so I have not reached that goal. Um, I wouldn't also not expect myself to be at that point in July either. Um, but I'm, I also am probably not on track to hit that goal either. Um, and the reasons are inflation. Um, I got my raise months later than expected. And uh, there were a lot of cat health emergencies that we had a lot of bills for. Yes. And then my own medical health. Bills that I'm paying for now. So I do not think that I'm going to end the year with a very large savings. But um I'm not gonna be upset if I don't. Um I still think there's time as long as there it really depends on how the next month goes for my health. Um, but I feel like there's still time to at least hit 5k by the end of the year.
0: Well, I think it's good to point out too that i I've noticed at least. I mean, I don't know how your mindset was before I met you, but you definitely had a mindset shift of, like, I'm saving because I heard you always be like, okay, we're not taking the cats to the place that's, like, basically offering neutering for, like, like gold. Like, we're not taking them for $10,000 neutering and spade treatments. Like, we're going somewhere more reasonable. Like, I can see, like, your mindset is like, hey, I'm, start- I'm trying to save. Like, the world is trying to rip me off, and I'm trying to save, so...
1: Um, Yeah, exactly.
0: I could see see that mindset shift in you. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely trying. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm spending less on unnecessary stuff. I'm definitely having a mindset shift on, like, what I'm spending my money on and where it's going. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely potential. It's just, like, the unknown of the actual, like, bills that I won't have much control over. So... Time yeah. will tell. And inflation. Exactly. <laughs> and all hate inflation. Yeah, who knows what, what the next few ones are going to look like on that front as well. Um, so my other goals are, some of these are podcast related. So I had a, a goal of getting sponsors. So we're in this like kind of but not yet phase. Uh, no spoilers for the future. Um, but I think, yes, there still is time. But in order to get like the sponsors that you and I are thinking, Ashley, uh, we need to lift up our listenership, which brings me to the next goal, which was, I want us to hit a thousand listeners a month. Um, so, uh, we, we have not hit that goal, but I think we've realigned in order to like, I think, get us there. So definitely still time. Uh, my next goal was career change. I, I have not hit that goal. Um, I I think about it daily and I think that's pretty much like how I've been since I met you, Ashley, (laughs) like thinking about my career (laughs) situation with my current job. Um, but I definitely like feared like specific change around like work and like the safety that that brings. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to end up leaving by the end of the year. Um, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still grappling with that one. So we'll see. Um, Are you
0: guys still thinking about like opening your own company, like either something for Nestor, like catering or otherwise?
1: Yeah. I mean, we have dinner party, but I think both of us are just in a really weird spot with our jobs. Like, um, you know, Nestor spends a lot of hours at the hotel for his work, um, cause that's where he, he makes the most money and he just got a raise too. So he's kind of like inclined to be there, um, and put more time there to make more money cause he, cause they do hourly, I guess it's still over there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then for me, it's just like a matter of like what I'm capable of doing soon so I don't know we're kind of I'm we're in this like weird limbo phase um so we would definitely like to I mean that's goals um but like logistically I don't know maybe at least by the end of the year we will have we'll probably be closer to that but I can't have a definitive answer I don't know what Nestor is going to do if he's wanting to you know stay in more hours in or move up or go somewhere else Um, I think he still has some career decisions to make on that as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. And when the money is like getting higher, it's hard to want to leave that to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Without like the security of something to like, I guess like step up on, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, my next goal is to move. Um, so we have not moved yet. (laughs) Um, We were waiting at the very least until we both got our raises. Um, So that has happened. Um, It may or may not happen by the end of the year um, for similar reasons. Just like, do we have time? Are we going to find the right place? Is it going to be affordable? There's just a lot of factors. So I still think we have time, but I'm not sure it's going to happen. Um, My next goal is to drink less Um, yes, I have been drinking less. I very rarely drink now. Um, I often will go weeks without having a drink of alcohol. Um, but I'll still indulge when I want to, like, I'll still like, I'll see a beer and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm craving the taste of beer right now. Like not even just like an alcoholic beverage, but like beer, you know, something about like just on a refreshing, just a refreshing cold beer on a hot day. Can't beat it. So sometimes totally. I get those cravings, so I'll indulge. But overall, yes, I have. I actually cut my drinking back a lot since last year.
0: That's really cool. Like, yeah. that's neat that, like, our episode um, for, like, the alcohol-free movement really sat with you. That's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, and, and not, not for any, like, particular reasons of being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to just try and sober up or anything. I think it's just, like, a matter of, like, managing specifically what I'm putting in my body and why like I guess like being just a little bit more intentional with it versus like the start of uh of the quarantine like drinking endlessly like breakfast lunch and dinner I had a drink in my hand basically you know what I mean like there's like no boundaries around it and just like putting just like more crap on top of crap um and like there's enough information out there to know that alcohol is like not just a great thing to like mindlessly stuff your body with so if I'm more intentional about it it's less mindless and it's more like I want this because I enjoy the taste of it genuinely I enjoy how it makes me feel beyond the actual like the effects of alcohol right so yeah definitely but I I definitely got that lesson
0: yeah I think it's like that mindfulness thing, like similar to what I've been doing, like the approach of like, okay, do I need to do this? Is this something I want? Like for me, it was like, is this bringing calm, peace, joy? Or is this like, okay, is this healthy, healthful? Is this something I really want right now? Or am I just like going for it because it's there?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, And it's, it's just been, I guess, like reducing more and more each month because I guess like the cravings, they start to fall away. Like, you know, when we did our full- 30 days, like by the end, we weren't really craving it. Um, so it's nice. It's nice to feel like, you know, you don't have a dependency on, on something. Um, totally. But on the reverse of that, my other goal was to smoke less uh, marijuana. <laughs> um, so not really, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's um, I'm, I'm fine not hitting that goal because I feel like it brings me so much other benefits to my life um, like medical benefits. Um, so if I took it away, I feel like I would be adding other like, uh, prescriptions in in place, like things that it helps me with on the regular, like, um, eating more. Cause like my appetite, um, will disappear often or, um, like, especially once I started my ADHD medicine, um, my appetite started to go away. Um, so, yeah. It helps like stimulate the appetite. helps me feel hungry. So I, and also sometimes I get like a weird brain about food. Um, sometimes I'll just like feel really anxious or like a smell will get to me or something. And it's like, it'll smell good, but it'll just be like kind of overwhelming something I'm discovering recently. Um, or I guess like being able to identify recently, it's happened my whole life though. So, um, it just, it helps. Right. And then sleep is the other thing because, um, I often wake up in the middle of the night, like at 4 a.m. is my usual, my usual time to get up. 4 or 3 a.m. Um, and I need help quit falling back to sleep because sometimes it's really hard to fall back to sleep, and sometimes in general it's just hard to go to sleep. So those are the reasons why I use it. So that at the end of the day, I'm like not upset, though not smoking less
0: because <laughs> it's benefiting.
1: It seems, yeah, it seems to be pretty important for you. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got three more. Stick with me here. Okay, the next one is going out to eat less. Um, so I have definitely been going out to eat less, but I have also like been defaulting and going back to my Uber Eats apps um, just with my health weight is. So I think I just need to be careful and save myself and get myself some better like support systems with my food. Like, I don't know, maybe go get just easier food. At Whole Foods or something so I go out to eat less or slash order food home less. but I think I'm on the right track there what about like some kind of like um
0: food order system like uh HelloFresh or something like that
1: I definitely thought about it but it it's also just pretty costly and I can't always like yeah. I don't always like the food that they bring you know sometimes I only like two or three things out of it and the other stuff yeah that's I'm just like true. meh it's all right um mm. so it's hard. I've I go back and forth. I, I've i done them before and they've worked in the past, but like I have I've had the same issues where some things will just go to waste or I would have to give them to Nestor because I'm like, ooh, I don't like the taste or the texture of it. <laughs> so Yeah, that's fair. Mm, yeah. Too bad. Um, my next goal it was to have more workouts outdoors. Um, so I was on a really good streak also, all the way through like March, I think, but I think I stopped maybe mid March or I don't know, sometime in March I stopped. And then it was late April when I started, um, when my health started feeling weird. So I haven't really done anything since as far as like working out. Um, but I will go on the occasional walk to Starbucks. (laughs) That's pretty much it as far as the outdoor workouts. And then the last goal was to just get more sun and more nature Um, same as the last response. Like I was really good about it. Um, I still feel like I am better about it than I used to be, but I also just like don't have much energy right now in general. So, um, I'm not really doing anything that requires too much physical energy. So it's like really
0: hard (laughs) when you're in pain though.
1: Yeah, exactly. When you have
0: chronic pain,
1: no, no motivation.
0: I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that yeah we all go through phases where we're like yeah we're hitting the gym and then other phases where we're like F plus yeah <laughs> on my uh, A plus to the best my activity
1: yeah <laughs> but you know yeah. what there's nothing we can do about it in those situations so no worth fighting it roll with the punches exactly <laughs> Let's talk summer. Summer things. Summer. Now that we've reflected on on the things that we committed to ourselves in the winter. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. So it's today is the summer solstice when we're recording, but by the time this episode comes out, it will have already officially been summer. But I wanted to touch on quickly, just give a. like a brief summary of what the summer solstice is and and some traditions, um, like ancient traditions, I guess. So the summer solstice is the longest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere, and it kicks off the official calendar start of summer. So some ancient traditions. uh, One is one that we still do today, bonfires. Um, So apparently it is a pre-Christian pagan custom that was done on Midsummer's Eve. So, we still love a good bonfire. That's cool. Right? I love that that totally. stuck around. Um, the next one that, that was mentioned was Viking customs. So, Vikings- this looks brutal. Yeah, they, they apparently were like, hell yeah, more sunlight, more death, more destruction. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, apparently they would maximize their productivity with hunting and settling disputes and conducting raids. They were productive on the summer solstice, conducting
0: raids, as in I love it, raping, pillaging, and killing.
1: Yeah, it's, such, it's such an easy it's such an easy way to describe it, right?
0: Oh my god!
1: I love how history is just like the they're just like let's make it very simple, so we don't have to describe like what really happened here.
0: <laughs> um, okay, because it's terrifying.
1: The last one yeah. is um, Christian festivals. Um, so apparently following the establishment of the Christian church, solstice celebrations were combined with St. John's day, which was, um, a day to commemorate St. John the Baptist or Baptiste. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways. a Baptiste. So (laughs) I don't know. I'll link that. I know. I'm like somebody, I'm I'm not Catholic, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, let's
0: get a Catholic corrections corner going on here. We can go through that in great length in the next episode. Um, the only thing I have to add to this is that the summer solstice is like really big when you live in the Northern Hemisphere. So mm-hmm. like, I I don't know if you were there in, in um, Alaska for this day. It's not like we celebrate anything in like our non-cultured Vancouver Island life, but it's just that it's, noticeably the longest day of the year so you literally have so much sunlight and you've been so used to having no sunlight which is just not something in LA that really we think about because the sun goes to bed at like a very similar time every night so um it's just like so magical and it's so nice to have that extra sunlight in the in the summer and in the North Pole I think mm, they probably have one in winter for the South Pole too but literally it's going to be light all day and night probably for a month or more who knows but could you imagine yeah
1: yeah it's pretty mm. awesome it's pretty interesting um but yeah I, I did get to experience that when i was in alaska uh for two years i did that um got to be that's cool yeah got to be there for the, the midnight solstice. sun yeah it's so cool what did you think
0: of the midnight sun did you have to sleep with blackout curtains
1: no i mean like the work itself <laughs> in Alaska is very tiring so you're always exhausted like it doesn't like the I don't think the light really bothered many people I think a few people are affected by it where we worked but I think most people were just like unbothered they could just get by with their lights close their blinds closed um well, but the very so first time I went to Alaska when I was a kid my parents did we were we had like an RV um I don't think we went for the solstice but it was still summer so it was still daylight all the time uh so they had like aluminum foil on the windows. Cause that was their their attempt at blackout curtains on the RV.
0: <laughs> I love that. Uh, and it radiates sunlight. So maybe we'll keep the, the hot
1: yeah. the heat out. <laughs> not yeah. that you really need it in Alaska in the summer, but sometimes. Yeah, it's not that cold or not that hot, I should say. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was thinking for this episode, we would talk about some summer predictions. So things that we would predict are going to happen this summer, just in general, maybe for certain types of people, for everyone, I don't know. Um, so my categories that I came up with are what are the looks, where are you going and who are you with? Now, these are not like, uh, things that you and I are specifically doing, but these are predictions for what, like, is generally going to be trending this summer so what do you think do you have some ideas I'm, for for the <laughs> for the looks I have some, some ideas idea but I'm freaking
0: out because I'm not a trendsetter <laughs> you don't have but to I be a trendsetter but give you my thoughts these are well, just not predictions very good with trends what do I think okay I think that a lot of trends um Well, I think a lot of trends come from, in terms of fashion, from Asia. And I think LA gets them fairly early. I don't know if, like, super, super early. So I'm looking towards, like, what do I see in LA? What do I see in New York? I think that's, like, a good place to base, like, where I think trends are going. Mm -hmm. So I think for this summer, I think the summer is going to be very feminine, but, like, kind of a loud feminine, like, a 90s, like pink, kind of, I don't want to say gaudy, but I think things are going to be a little more extreme, um, hyper feminine and, uh, maybe more, more revealing. So like, I know low rise jeans are coming back, which is terrifying. Um, (laughs) And I don't know how I feel about that personally, but I definitely know that trend is coming back. Tiny, like mini bags are definitely already back. They're going to make probably a double comeback in the summer for sure.
1: Oh yeah, the fabrics are shrinking for sure. And they're getting more expensive at the same time. It's like the 90s all over again
0: absolutely like things are going lower and things are getting smaller so for me definitely the low rise jeans and the mini bags like I've noticed that tiny hair clips were coming in last year I think they're going to take a variation on what they were last year and I don't know about like you know how you like those braids like little braids used to get them done in Mexico like When your mom and dad took you down and you were like five years old and you came back with braids. Not like the cornrows. Yeah, like cornrows. Like, I bet, I bet you that cornrows are going to make an ugly little appearance at some point this summer and people are going to either love them or hate them, but there's going to be a weird little appearance of cornrows because it's such a nineties thing.
1: Well, they're cultural appropriations. I really don't think they're going to come back as a trend trend, Uh, but they, they definitely have come back a couple of times but every girl who's put them on has just been crucified so (laughs) i wouldn't bet on that i'm not
0: saying it's a good thing but i i say watch and wait oh for sure it wouldn't
1: surprise me if more white girls walk away with more
0: more, that's what i mean yeah That's what I mean. That ugly little trend is probably going to rear its head at some point. I'm not sure if it's going to be like a full cultural appropriation cornrows on your whole head white girl thing, but just like watch for mini braids. I think it goes hand in hand with the mini hair clips and the little tiny bags and the low rise jeans. So (laughs) the whole look again, caveat. I'm not saying I support that or want that to happen, but I just think watch out that's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what, nice. Those are good ones. though. those are brace those are good yourself.
1: Yeah, for real. <laughs> My predictions um are a uh, a combination of business and leisure casual. Like it's not it's not just like that athleisure look, but it's like business athleisure. So, um cuz okay, first of all, um every girl everywhere, now owns a one-piece, like, bodysuit, but it's like, it looks, it looks just like a, it's just like a workout bodysuit, I guess. It just looks like a bra and and some bike shorts, but it's like one-piece, but it's always black, and they're always wearing, a like, a white button-up with it, with some, like, really chic sunglasses, which gives business casual, but, like, they're wearing something sporty underneath, so... I'm seeing that all That's lot. interesting. And it's not just that specific black, like, one-piece outfit, but I think that is the staple of the look. Lots of, like, gold jewelry always, and then, like, the slick back bun is the thing now, too. Again.
0: It's so funny because I feel like both things that we've described, so, like, slick back bun, cornrows, one-piece black bodysuit, all very much coming from... Black cultures or Black icons.
1: I mean, most fashion and trends are. That's why you want to do an episode on it.
0: I know, but it's like, we should definitely talk about like, where do you draw the line in cultural appropriation and where is it a fashion cue? I would love to have like... Oh yeah, discussion. we could
1: absolutely have that discussion.
0: Yeah. Totally. There, Because there's definitely, there's okay. a very
1: clear line. I think once, you've, once you have like an understanding of what cultural appropriation is. I think the line becomes very clear. It's like some things are offensive and some things are just, they just are. Like, you know, like some people have specific hair types and some people don't. Like, There are things just are, you know what I mean? So, totally. um, but yeah, I would love to visit that episode. I, I think that would be really great. I think a lot of people probably need, uh, yeah, probably would like a lesson on that too.
0: Totally. Um, okay.
1: So my, okay. My next prediction is uh, same in the same vein, uh, 90s mini bikinis. Um, the bikinis that I'm seeing are just getting, like, thinner, like, material-wise, and also just smaller. They're just shrinking. Nice and small again. I'm like, we're seeing booties. We're seeing everything. Um, they're, like, the teeny tiny little triangles again, um, which, like, I feel like only work for, like, the very thin petite girl, so. Not very inclusive. I don't feel like, um, I feel like for a little bit, um, there was like a trend of like, even no matter what your body type was, that there would be like different levels of ways to cover up. Like there was like a period of time where cover ups were super like ugly and hideous when we were growing up, all the way through like the early 2000s. And then like sometime, like maybe mid 2010s or something like that, it was like, oh, you can look really hot and be covered up. And then now we're kind of, like, reverting back to, like, oh, it can only be tiny, skinny material. So I've noticed that. Um, And then my last prediction is just bright, eclectic, no fucks given fashion from everybody. I don't think that's specified to a gender. I think uh, lots of um, colors are just splashing up around fashion. I think people are getting creative. Um, So, yeah, those are my summer predictions for what are the looks. Totally. Totally. Um, So predictions for where are you going? Okay. My predictions for where are you going? um, Definitely international travel is going to pick back up again. I saw this terrifying article talking about how airports are so, or airlines specifically are so understaffed from pilots that they're like Delta and Southwest and all these airlines are expecting to cancel like hundreds of flights. But there's so many flights that are booked out. It's going to be a nightmare. So um, fingers crossed that if you have international travel plans, they're not going to get crazy. It might just be a domestic issue. I'm not sure about that. Um, But yeah, so I think people are going to be really excited to travel internationally. But I don't know what's going to be the fate of that. Um, My next where are you going prediction is like more picnics. In local parks, you know, I think parks are going to be popping with, for the people who can't travel internationally or who don't want to travel internationally or travel in general, I think there's going to be a lot lot of uh, filled up parks this summer. Um, And then my last prediction is kind of an obvious one. Just, I think we're going to see more rooftop bars just because we're already seeing so many pop up like regularly. I feel like there are four new rooftop bars in my area that just like popped up all of a sudden. Like, where did you come from? You have a rooftop bar?
0: Totally. Because uh, they're
1: trendy. Yeah. What totally. about you?
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think with COVID trending downwards, I think people are feeling more safe to start traveling. But what I've noticed is that... Um, What is up is domestic or local-ish travel. So like people doing road trips is up. So people going to, like you said, national parks, for example. A lot of people going to like definitely the national parks. Um, They are very busy bike trips to national parks, people doing hiking trips and camping trips. Those things are definitely ramping up um I think people are also traveling like if we're talking about North America like a lot of Americans are going to Canada a lot of Americans are going to the U.S. a lot of Canadians are going or sorry to Mexico a lot of Canadians are going to the U.S. and Mexico so I think people are feeling comfortable to travel kind of within North America because yeah, we know sense. a little bit more about like how the COVID situation is um so you yeah, have a lot of friends who have been more comfortable to come down to the U.S. not only to visit me but they're like oh we're gonna hit up some big American cities we know that it's safer there. We know what the travel's like. We know that the COVID restrictions are pretty straightforward. So yeah, we're heading out. So it's like international travel, but like with a caveat of like um knowing your city, knowing the local regulations. You're probably comfortable. Right. Maybe you've been there before. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what I've been hearing a lot of. Nice. Outside of that though those who are bold and those who are brave it seems that everyone's going to Greece now it's not like the big yeah it's not like the big cities it's the smaller ones so people are feeling more comfortable to go there and be in more of like an isolated area and get kind of that like quieter relaxing vacation so less of the like I'm in my twenties. I'm seeing Europe. I'm doing my Europe trip. But like, if you are traveling far, it seems to be going to like a quiet place. Like, I don't know. I have never gone to Greece, but small islands in Greece are all over Pinterest. They are <laughs> nice. all over the podcast world. It seems to be go to Greece if you want something safe. <laughs> so nice. Is that totally is agree. that good for
1: their um, like tourism? I don't. I, I I know a little tiny bit about Greece, but. Like, I know their economy was, like, black for a bit, um, but I really don't know much. Is that is that, like, helping them?
0: I don't know. I would only assume that they're uh, benefiting from that. I know that Greece does definitely thrive on tourism. I would assume also fishing, olive oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But I think probably tourism is one of their main... I would have to assume it's one of their main... Um, sources of income for the country. So it's probably benefiting them. That's I know a lot of small countries definitely took a hit during COVID. Right. Exactly. Survive on tourism. Yeah. Um, where else are people going? I think <laughs> this is also a variation on what you predicted, but I think that uh, wine tours are up this year. I think that people are a little bored. I think people are like, okay, I want to go out. I want to reconnect with friends, but I've got to do activities that are outside. Of course, sports and healthy activities have always been popular, but I think people are still excited about wine tours. So people are looking to go to hotter places. They've been living inside for a long time and, um, yeah, wine tours are up.
1: Where do you go in LA for wine tours?
0: In LA? or like in the area. Um, So specific to this like Southern California region, of course, there's like, um, like Napa Valley. uh, That's huge. Obviously, that's Northern California. In this area, there is um, a lot of places you can go. There's like wineries in Malibu or like Thousand Oaks that are very close, Um, just like a 45-minute drive from downtown. There's also Ojai, which is like an hour to kind of a good day trip um, kind of set up. You could also go to Santa Barbara. You could go to Santa Ynez Valley. Um, They have a ton of wineries there, a lot of super cute boutique places that you can stay. Um, There is a town called solving which recently got some exposure on a netflix show and that is like a super cute place it's actually bling empire again which is so funny because we were talking about it the other night but yeah they they went there for like the ostrich farm and like i think they did wine tours there it's like so ridiculous um but it's really cute like little danish town and um yeah. Easy drives to do wine tours in that area. So I feel like LA specifically, that might be more what people are doing here, um, is hitting up the wineries. Certainly the trend is true because I was looking at prices for hotels and everything is booked out. So I know oh, that gosh, people are yeah. doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. You can never go yes. wrong
1: at a vineyard or a winery
0: ever. Vineyard, but also just like, traveling, like I said, traveling within reason. So traveling with outdoor things in mind, and then also going not too far from your local like area, you're still getting away, but you're not going away that far.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like the drive home won't be terrible, but you're feeling like you're feeling like you've escaped a little bit.
0: Exactly. And I think it has to do with how people are feeling about COVID. Like we're feeling brave, but then we're like, ah, I don't really want to go that far. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, okay. So tell us then who are you with? What is the prediction? Who are people going to be with? I think that
0: we've all spent a very long time with our partners. So we're probably with either like, uh, the girlfriends, the guy friends, like we're with friends. I think we're trying to reconnect with those people that we kind of weren't able to connect with over the years that we were all sheltered away. Anyone who's like, finally being able to go back to their home and, like, visit. We're trying to reconnect with friends this summer. Definitely um, that's being lost. What do you think?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, uh, but I, I have three answers, like I usually do. Um, so my first answer is, like, the me, myself, and I. Like, I think people are going to be spending more time alone um, and not in a way that it's, like um, – like being reclusive or anything. I think people are, a lot of people are kind of like hitting a self-discovery moment. So I think a lot of people are just like trying to spend more time alone and figure out what self-care is like alone and figure out what happiness is like alone. So, um, I think people are going to be diving into that a lot more, probably for the same reason that you said, like, just cause you've spent so much time with, you know, one person, whoever they are in your life, like now it's time to focus on yourself. Uh, and summer is always a great time for that. Uh, So that's my first prediction. Um, I think people are going to be meeting new people, um, making new friends. I mean, that's what summer is usually for. Um, Some might stick it through, like through to the fall and like be like lifetime friends. But I think this summer is just going to be about like making friends. Like it doesn't matter like how long they're going to be your friends. Um, And then the last thing that I think is people are going to definitely hit it off with someone new and in, in the fling section, everybody loves a good summer fling um, when you're single. So <laughs> totally. uh, yeah, I think people are going to be hitting it off on summer flings. I feel like people have, have had um, dating flops and fails for so many years because of COVID. I think people are going to start to meet like somebody they really hit it off with. So I think we're probably going to be seeing lots of stories on fall of, uh, you know, whoever, whoever they're soft launching as their partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever. Oh, that's so cute. The I think we're we're going (laughs) to see that. Yeah,
0: totally. Can't agree more. So you had this great idea of like, what is this summer going to be? So you said that, um, other summers have been the hot girl summer. Do you want to tell us more about your predictions for that this year and what we're calling it now?
1: Oh, yeah. I have no idea what other people are going to call it. I was just thinking, like, should we just come up with our predictions for our own summers? Because, um, like, I don't think I'm going to have a hot girl summer. And then for the people who don't know, like, the original context of that, thats it was coined by uh, artist Megan Thee Stallion in one of her songs called, I think it was just called Hot Girl Summer. Um, so for a while, that was, like, the thing. Like, you were going to be a hot girl and you were going to have a hot girl summer. Um, But I think like things are expensive. Climate change is crazy. Politics are insane. So it's like, it's not always great to just like zone out and, and just kind of like have a removed from reality summer. So I think um, in the trend aspect of things, I think people are going to have a lot of variety this summer. Um, I think like the influencer type hot girl summer is not going to be as big this year as it was in past years um but what kind of summer are you going to have like in that same vein like are you going to have a hot girl summer and if not like what kind of summer are you going to have
0: yeah I think last year might have been my hot girl summer (laughs) and oh yeah I definitely think this year is going to be my giving girl summer. So I'm going to be giving a lot of myself to others. Um, sounds really great. But I think what I mean by that is I'm giving myself in time to other people. So we're committed to fly back for three weddings, which is a lot of time and a lot of money. And they're very important. They're very important people in our lives that are getting married or already got married over COVID and yeah, we're like, we're giving ourselves to make sure we're there and fully present for them and their special days. And, um, while we're there, we're trying to spend like some really intentional time with our families and our parents. I might be going on like a really big backpacking hike with my dad. So that would be (sighs) like under the category. Yeah. Of like giving time. So I think my summer is going to be me giving important time to important people, um, the best I can. It's going to be exhausting. I know it's going to be very exhausting and very busy, but I hope it will be. Make sure to keep those goals in mind then. Yeah, I know it's tricky. It's a tricky balance. Um, especially when that's actively a goal of setting boundaries. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's going to be a giving summer, especially of giving time. How do you think your summer's gonna be? Like, what kind of hot girl or not hot girl summer are you having?
1: Yeah, definitely not a hot girl summer, especially if I don't know what's going on with my health. So, I'm gonna just try and like mix it up. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna have a book girl summer. I'm gonna try and read more books. Uh, I want, I desperately want to be a beach girl summer, um, but like, I am not the kind of person to like go swimming and, where crowds of people are also swimming, just like typically, I it just it's kind of gross a little bit, um, but also just like yeah, just like being observed and all that. So um, if I do end up having a beach girl summer, it's going to be on like smaller beaches, like in Malibu, or like early morning beach trips, or like early morning weekend beach trips, something like that, um, or like weekend sunset trips, but like not getting in the water. But I want to see the beach more because I love the ocean. Um, and then I also want to have a medicated girl summer cause I've been taking my medication and it's been helping, um, with a lot of things. So just, I'm very bad at taking my medicines. I want to have a medicated girl summer so I can keep working on my mental health on my physical health and then start fall, like feeling really great about the summer I had. <laughs> and then the last one is I want to have an educated girl summer um, trying to just like expand my mind and like allow myself to read things that make me uncomfortable, just as a white person who has very privileged experiences. So just trying to like expand my mind and educate myself, um, and, and leave this summer feeling like I put some time into things that matter to me. So those are my summers. <laughs> like I, said, I can never give you one straight answer. Um, but that's just true of me. Any, anyways. Yeah. You have many broad goals, but usually you end up achieving a lot of them. So that's a good thing. They're like mini ones. I feel like it's easier if I can just break it down into chunks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Whereas I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I don't know, but I visualize this perfect life. So that's what I need. And it's like, <laughs> how are you going to do that? <laughs> so, right? Yeah. So there you go. We can cover both the big conceptual, like holistic like i want to be this kind of person goals and the whole like okay i work on structure and i need little mini goals with check boxes on like straight lines on my notebook like we've got you covered whether you're like more amorphous like me or a lot more structured and like linear like katie both are good we got you in both realms (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure many people are going to fall somewhere in the middle where they have like maybe one or two major goals and then they have like two or three minor ones
0: or like macro ones. Yeah. Well, the macro and the micro.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, okay. This is, it's definitely longer than we thought, but that's, I feel like just true of us anyways, but it's been a fun episode regardless.
0: So fun. So fun and so helpful to like realign and just talk it out loud and just see like how far yeah. we've come and what else we have going on. And what's going to be Predictions are, exactly, predictions are always frightening and exciting. So I'm, I feel we'll like see how you those hit. turn out.
1: You hit the nail on the head. I think that's the same. Well. You did a great job.
0: You did too. We
1: will see just
0: how terrifying they are when they come true.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we're gonna revisit this at the end of summer to see if our predictions were accurate. um So be on the lookout Let's on social it. media for sure, because that's where all the trends are. But like Ashley, unite—we get LA, like so. We already see it, like just like walking outside of our house. So um, we'll let you know firsthand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, check out our Instagram, you guys. Don't forget, we're gonna be putting that ridiculous Dolly mini meme image up. You, you don't want to miss that. Um, and then we'll also be asking for what your predictions are for these categories on our Instagram. So hit us up coconut grove pod. Um, you can hit me up at Katie Dessen and, and Ashley, at Ashley Hansen. Our links are always below and, uh, please leave us a review. We would love to, we would love to hear from you. Um, so write something hopefully positive. I think it would be positive. Yeah. Just anything is good. Just let us know what you're thinking. Let us know. Just be like, hi. (laughs) That can be a review. Five stars. Hi. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're
0: engaging with us, you will know that we're thinking and cooking up, um, a giveaway. So keep tuned in for that. We, we're acquiring different, um, sponsors, no spoilers. Um, and we are super excited for that rolling out this summer. So yes, if you can sort of stay with us on that, it will probably require a review. So you will be forced into that. We will twist your arm, um, but (laughs) I'm excited because you'll win some cool
1: prizes. (laughs) Exactly. All right, you guys. Well, happy Thursday. We will see you next week. Bye. See you in the next one.